When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome to a brand new week on the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts with us for hour one. Good morning. We will have our Monday morning movie review coming up in like, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. Yeah. Yeah. Holly assigned the movie Clue from 1985. Donna and I both watched it and we, Donna. Yes. And we won't say anything until 9.15. That's how we build anticipation because if we tip our cap, then people might say, oh, I kind of know what they're going to say. I can just go into Target now. We want people idling in the parking lot. By the way, I did forget, I think Matt Belanger is not in today. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So, kind of screwed that up with our scheduling. We'll figure it out as we go. Why don't we do the money? Okay, actually, I'd like to give a little more time to our movie review. And Holly will have a new assignment. So, we're going to move that down to uh, 9.30. 9.30, we'll do the movie review. And then, Holly, we need a new... Uh, movie uh, suggestion assignment. or assignment that most weeks I will be the one who needs to watch it because oh, yeah. maybe Donna's a bit more well watched than I. But uh, this week it was Donna and I both. So we'll break that all down mm. uh, in just a moment. Okay. Uh, Buzz Aldrin got married. Whoa. He's 93. Let me see how old or how young his wife is. His wife looks like. She's maybe 60-something. Yeah, and he got married on his birthday. Oh, wow. Isn't that sweet? That is. He got married on his 93rd birthday, yeah. His other wife passed away, right? I believe in 2012. Yeah. Because this is his fourth wife. Oh, okay. The lucky lady is Dr. Anka Fowler who is the executive vice president of Buzz's company, Buzz Aldrin Ventures. She is, yeah, 63. Anka Fowers? Anka Fower? Fower? Anka Fower? That's cool. I've not heard A-N-C-A that before. A-N-C-A is her first name. Last name, F-A-U-R. You know who she wasn't in school, probably? Like, Anka F. <laughs> you know? She was probably the one and only Anka. <laughs> You are probably correct about that, but I think that's really sweet. I'm, I, the internet disagrees with you. Yeah, they're just being jerks. All Everybody's right. just being like, sorry, Buzz, uh, this is a money grab. She doesn't love you. Like, who says that? Even if you think it. Twitter. Twitter says this kind of stuff all the time. Yeah, the internet. You know. If I. If I, I, if I, I, I like a good marriage as much as the next guy. 
to just play devil's advocate for why the internet might say this. You know, he's 93. She's 30 years younger. Yes. He might not, according to science, have too much longer left. He's deep in the fourth quarter of his own game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what I feel like is maybe another wrinkle is that she's the executive in charge of Buzz Aldrin Estates. Mm-hmm. So, not to say, I'm not suggesting. Listen, I don't know Anka from Adam. I don't know that she's going to be doing anything nefarious, but you could understand how the internet would take little pieces and then act as the internet typically acts. It's just, I, people don't realize that there's someone on the receiving end. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. It's Buzz just, is a man. It's just not nice. That is all. And I thank you for your time. By the way, I visited Buzz's uh, childhood home when I was home in New Jersey. Oh, is that right? I just passed by. Oh, here it is. I found it. People live in it now? Uh, yes. Okay, it's not a, a well, it is a historic landmark. It, it does little, say, yeah. Plaque. Original home of Colonel Edwin E. Buzz Aldrin Jr., Montclair's Man on the Moon. Uh, it was presented by the Rotary Club of Montclair on Buzz Aldrin Day, September 6th of 1969. And there's a quote that says, we came in peace for all mankind. And it's just, it's a very, uh, very modest home. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Oh, it's nice. Very nice. That's a little more than modest. You're right. Modest, I'm thinking of those little cookie cutter, just like a tiny little rambler. Sure. You know, I swear they used to make houses about 800 square feet. I know. We have a whole street up near my parents' house in Pennsylvania that it's just... It's it's living room, kitchen slash dining room, upstairs. Boom, that's it. It's really all tight together. You don't see a lot of those anymore. Love grows best in little houses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Queen. Are <laughs> well, you a part of the tiny house movement? I'm just saying, you know, when you when you gotta spend that much time together on top of one another. Can we get a status update on the tiny house movement? Because I have a feeling. I don't know what's going on with that. I know that that's for people who are more like want to travel. Yeah, right. They were doing shipping containers, making houses out of that. There was this big tiny house movement. You don't hear as much about it anymore. And I wonder if the pandemic had a touch to do with that because that really tested the theory of can we coexist or live harmoniously in a tiny house. Well, when there's a stay-at-home order in place for months, the limited square footage Mm -hmm. will probably become a bit of a hurdle to harmony. That would be a problem for me. Speak more, Queen. I don't... I mean, if you're trapped with somebody in a one room, like, let's just call it an efficiency or, you know, a studio apartment. Okay. For a year? Mm. Oh, hell no. But maybe you do. Maybe you do become super buddies. And it's like, oh my gosh, our relationship. Everybody needs their space. Yeah. A little more space. It's when you got to like sit on the roof. Right. And look at the sky. And start smoking. You're like, I got to go outside. Donna. I I was just going to tell people why they should be looking at the night sky. Don't tell them to start smoking. May I bring your attention to the skies? Yes. There is a green comet that hasn't passed by Earth since Ice Age. The movie Ice Age came out like in 2004. No, since the actual Ice Age, Donna. (laughs) Okay. 
It's been so long. They think it's going to be. How about this? This is an interesting way to look at human history, too. It said it is likely that this will be the last time that the comet passes Earth during human history, which means if it's been since the Ice Age, chances are we ain't going to be here next time she comes around the mountain. Correct. It is best seen uh, in the sky with a telescope or binoculars. So I have binoculars. Nerds have the best chance of seeing it. You know, honey, wait. If if you've got a device to look at the sky. Sure. Are you talking binoculars or telescope? Both. Okay. Telescope better. Binoculars will do. Naked eye, it's going to be difficult. But if you can get to a place where there's not a natural light, this comet is going to be passing through uh, in our night sky, I think it's like through the first week of February. I forget the name of it. Let's just call it the Green Comet. But they say when you look at it with one of those special lenses, you can see the green tail on it. Cool. Isn't that cool? Yes. So I, I, I went out to the night sky the other night. And I and by that, I just mean I let the dog out. So I looked up, but I like making it sound more like I'm an explorer. Right, right. I went out to the night sky, but it was it was cloudy. And so it's tough to see it through that. Also, what's not helping us right now? The snow. Because the snow and the moon, the moon's doing that thing on the snow where it's never quite black night. Sure. I feel like if you replayed the tape. Of this first segment, I've said a fair amount of things somewhat poetically. <clears throat> Should we re-play mm-hmm. no, this whole snap segment? Our for the poetry, right? Maybe. Oh yeah. Hey, since Belanger's not showing up, we're kind of short on content again. Maybe we just replay that segment at nine thirty. No. I don't know. All right, we'll discuss. No, uh, I'm going to tell you about something that I did. Okay, you tell us about something you did over uh, the weekend. I assume. Yeah, I'm turning into a man of the community. Kind okay. of. Okay. And then I'll have an update on Jeremy uh, Renner's condition. We'll start with Jeremy Renner. Okay. I mean, because the the number that was associated in the headline with Jeremy Renner over the weekend was alarming. Donna will explain what that means when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. You know, people need an attorney that's going to fight for their rights. Whether you've been injured in an accident or even if you're in some kind of trouble, you do have to make sure you're treated fairly. Mike Bryant and Bradshaw and Bryant or a member of his fabulous team would be more than happy to meet with you free of charge to assess your case. If you're injured in an accident, uh, Bradshaw and Bryant, they really do encourage you to contact an attorney right away because insurance companies have teams of defense lawyers to help minimize your compensation. I did not know this. Uh, So you need an experienced advocate on your side, dedicated to solely protecting your interests. Justice for the injured. That is a slogan at Bradshaw and Bryant, but it's also the reason they are attorneys. It's all about making a positive difference in someone's life when you need it the most. Get a hold of Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant. You can find him very easily online at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Woo! Yes, everyone. <laughs> yes, everyone. You heard it here first. I'm either wearing pants that smell a touch like dog doo doo, oh, or, no. <laughs> or, option two, my cologne. Is which as your body changes and your body, your body, uh, like oils and pH balance or whatever, my butt, all the things that has changed and no longer cooperates with this cologne. I won't know until tomorrow. I don't wear these pants, but I wore these pants yesterday and I was sitting there and I thought, did I step in dog crap? 
And then today I got in the car, same pants on. Is there dog crap in my car? Was my thought. So anyway. Are you just thinking that because of the movie we watched? No. Because there is a there is like a theme. Something about where, an odor. Yes. I and thought you were saying that the movie and... was essentially dog crap. <laughs> Well, we'll what? get to that later. Nine thirty. Uh-huh. <laughs> Might be wearing a true eau de toilette. <laughs> you know, I find, and I'll just mention this very briefly, that I spray a perfume that I thought I liked from my magazine samples that I normally rub it. I mean, I was going to say you don't spray it; you rub it. Yeah. You rub it. She <laughs> so, wonders why she has all these skin conditions. From rub- <laughs> Have you been rubbing any magazines on your body violently? I have an allergy that I didn't know. <laughs> no, but I went and bought, I didn't buy it, I got it as a gift, this particular perfume. And when I spray it in the air, I don't like it. And then I spray it on my skin and I'm on the fence. Mm. And then a half an hour later, I'm like, oh, I love it. So that's interesting. Well, I just learned about this. That has to do with, um, and we will get to Jeremy Renner news. Oh, yeah. We but remember, promise. guys, when we tease things like they teach you not to do in radio school, we get to it eventually or sometimes not at all. That's part of the anticipation <laughs> of listening. <laughs> That's right. Um, and we thank you. And we thank you so much. So they're in a, in a cologne or perfume, they have top notes, middle notes, low notes, or base notes. The top note is what you smell when you spritz it in the air or the person puts it on the little paper thing at the counter. That's the initial smell. But after a little while, it will settle in and these middle notes come out. And now let's say 30 minutes or an hour into it, there is actually a different fragrance because the ba- the top ones wear off the quickest. The base notes stay around the longest. So if you like it later, that means you like the base notes. So if you're going to be going out and you want to make oh, sure that sure. people are smelling that, the thing that you love, spray a little earlier and the base notes will be prevalent and then there's a wow. difference between it in the air versus it on your skin somebody has a future at the macy's perfume Listen, counter i already have a few uh safety net careers lined up Perfumania. i'll have to work my way up but yeah you can't see me at one of those kiosks at eden prairie center schlepping discount i totally fragrances. can he's the guy at the designer imposters counter right exactly right yes <laughs> if you like charlie you'll love chuck <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Anyway. that's not why you called. Uh, Jeremy Renner uh, continues to um, recover from this horrible snowplow accident that he had on Christmas Day. Turns out he broke more than 30 bones in that accident. Can you imagine how many bones the pain can break in one given accident? I mean, that's wild. And he just. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He seems like he's so grateful. Um, he said morning workouts, resolutions all changed this particular New Year's. Spawned from tragedy for my entire family and quickly focused into uniting actionable love. And then he goes on to say, I want to thank everyone for their messages and thoughtfulness for my family. 
uh, and me, I these 30 plus broken bones will mend and grow stronger, just like the love and bond with family and friends deepens. And then he said, you know, love and blessings to all. And then his some of his Marvel co-stars had, you know, uh, wrote some comments. We love you. You're a champion mate. Not your champion mate, but you're a champion, comma, comma capital M mate. It's That's Christmas, Chris. comma, Carol. Carol. <laughs> Christmas that came from Chris Hemsworth. And then Chris Evans said, um, you know, he said, anyone checked on the snowcat? Because that's one really um, tough mother father is what he said. Whoa. Scared you, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You Remember last last week, you um, we have a dump button here. It's like a red button. It's oh, kind of like yeah. a mission, you know, emergency. Somebody said a bad word, or we accidentally said a bad word, or we played a song that had a bad word. We, we can th- erase it. It's wild. We hit the red dump button. You won't even know that you that we hit it. It's very. It's like the eighth wonder of the world to me, or ninth. Right. I don't know how many there are now. Like you guys are in the future right now because we're on an eight second delay. I think. Okay. Yes. And then if if I would just say if you would have not said mother father but said the actual bad word. We could hit the dump button, and then you would just hear her talking, saying, "Did anybody check on the snow cat, mother?" And then just just like, because that's a pretty <laughs> okay. tough guy. That was from Chris. You wouldn't understand that it right. happened. You would think that I said herp, herp, herp. <laughs> So last week, yeah, we have this lovely caller calls in during a game, and then I forget we asked her something Tanya stupid, or something, yeah, and she said, "Oh heck yeah." Donna, because she, her mind is in the gutter always. Rocco heard it too. Mike was in here, first of all. Your details are already falling <laughs> apart. He I only heard. got scared because you got scared. You scared no, him into thinking he, he heard that. He looked at me, and then I looked at him, and I was like, yeah, we better dump it. She said, heck yeah, but we had to dump it hard. <laughs> she did. Yeah, I, when in doubt. Dump it. Dump it out. Yeah. When in the girl, that is That's the right. truth. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm a man of the community, and I mean it in this way. I had a really good time. My son wanted to go to a high school basketball game on Friday. So we went. It was a rivalry game, which are always fun. It was Chaska High School versus Chanhassen High School. All right. You got okay. the. Uh, oh, yeah. It's the Storm versus the Hawks. Sure. They just don't like the each other. The border wars. Yes. Yes. And these, these, of course, towns are right next to each other. And what's also interesting about them is when you grow up in Chaska or Chanhassen, you, in youth sports, you are the Storm Hawks. So you have the Chanhassen Storm and the Chaska Hawks high school. Okay. When you're in youth sports, you're the Storm Hawks because they combine oh, forces. Oh, I see. Okay. So you're, they're your teammates in youth sports, and then he goes to this high then school, you go to the up. other. So the rivalry is already baked in. You know each other Cute. so well. Uh, Chan had been having a better year than Chaska had. That didn't stop Chaska from coming out of the gates. It was it was packed inside of the high school gym. Great high school sports Energy. Chan Hassan pulled away in the end, but it was close and pretty Aww, competitive sorry. for quite some time. But it was just really enjoyable. And I thought, you know. Are you no, a Chan guy or a Chaska guy? Chaska. Yes. Chaska. We're okay. Chaska. But I went the first seven years of living here. I don't know if I ever attended a basketball game or a high school game, but now my kids are getting older. They're getting interested in it, and it's really fun to yeah, go there. Yeah, it sounds fun. Also, I used to feel like when I'd look at high schoolers, like, oh, yeah, I was just in high school. I'm like, you guys. Oh, my gosh. I feel very very old now you know how i feel when we return both donna and i watched a movie that holly gave us an assignment to watch from 1985 it's called clue and we both have opinions next and 
it is time for the Donna and Steve Monday morning movie review. No, we didn't go to the theater. No, never. No, we watched a movie from 1985 because Holly made us. Holly found out uh, last week that she would rattle off a couple pop culture movies, some, you know, sort of touchstones. Everybody knows this. We all talk about them. And I was like, oh, I've never seen that. And then Holly said something else. I was like, I've never seen that for sure. And it started to hurt Holly on an emotional level. Yeah, you know. The truth hurts sometimes. You thought, well, maybe I could help them. Yes. And uh, me in particular, but sometimes Donna too. And so we went through a list last week where Holly rattled off a movie. Have you seen it? Yes or no? Have you seen it? So we got some yeses. We got some noes. From the list of noes, Holly then assigned us a movie to watch. And us in this case, because both Donna and I... Had not yet seen it. So for the next foreseeable future, which could mean another week or it could mean another year. We don't know. We will go through the no's and Holly will assign one each week. She started with the 1985 dark comedy mystery Clue based on the board game that I played growing up. I was surprised when Donna texted me. Hang on, I want to get the word. I texted right. Holly too. After. <laughs> oh, okay. But I didn't say what I said to you, to Holly. Okay. Donna simply texted me that she was watching the movie. Right. Oh, that, those are the words she chose because she she texted me while she was watching as well. But her words were, "I am watching this atrocity." Oh, Donna! And then she said, hashtag #Clue." I said, "I'm proud of you. I think we're going to watch it. I think I'll gather the kids and we'll watch it tomorrow." And she said, terribly boring. And that was the last I had heard from her (laughs) regarding the movie. So you got to know that, Holly, when I started the movie, when I pressed play, I was already, I had my guard up. Yeah. Although it didn't take much influence for me to quickly realize on my own how dumb this movie was. (laughs) Never promised it wasn't dumb. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Holly's not suggesting this is high art. She's saying these are... Pop culture movies that people reference. You should be in the know about. Yes. Let's talk about what we liked. The end? Like when it when <laughs> yeah. it said it's over? I didn't even like the end. Because there were, there were three, three endings. There were three I endings. Did, I, I could have just seen the one. Well, here's how that... The reason there are three endings in Clue. Help us. Is because when the movie was released in 1985, you went to the movie theater and you were presented with one of three mm-hmm. endings. A, B, or C. Oh, really? A, B, or C. That's interesting. I when wish it, they would have just picked one. But since you're seeing it at home, they need you, you get the, it's almost like you get the DVD extras. Exactly. Before there were DVD extras. You just had the VHS. That's right. interesting. So it ends and I'm like, oh, thank God. And then it started, then they were like, yeah. or did it happen that way? And I'm right. like, I don't care. So here's what I liked. Great cast. Great cast. Great acting. Uh, Christopher Lloyd. Great. Young. Well, wow. but not necessarily. Because in the timeline, Christopher Lloyd, who of, co- of course plays Doc Brown in Back to the Future. I was like, look at that. He's got brown hair. And then I thought, wait, but this doesn't even predate. Back to the Future. If it does, it's probably it's only about like a year the, or so. Because he was on Taxi at the time, the TV sitcom. Taxi and right, Hollywood. Did you on Taxi? Here? Taxi would have already ended. I want to let you in on a little movie magic. It's called a wig. No, Holly, stop. What <laughs> color is his real hair? I think that in Clue, that's his actual real hair. I hate to break it to you. In Back to the Future, shh, it's he, a wig. You don't think this man, who was probably in his 40s at the time, had 
stray white hairs frantically growing out of the side of Probably his head? Probably not. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's all I liked. And I liked how it, it, the the opening credits were like starring in alphabetical order. Because yes. you don't see that anymore. Yeah, right. You don't see it. It's, it's very cheesy. Here's my thing. I don't like these big ensemble movies like Knives Out, Glass Onion, uh, Murder on the More Orient Express. Like, I hated those movies. Not hated. Everybody Not- loved Knives Out. I haven't seen Knives nah. Out yet. I the, Again, what I liked about it was the acting. Hmm. I think that Anna DeArmas, is that her name? I think. Yes, she's I in think, the original Knives Out. She's a fine actress. She did a great job. I just, the the plot that these are all blackmail victims and I don't know. I'll tell you what I did do. I did a deep dive into uh, Colleen Camp, who played the maid. Okay. And Vin Lee, who played Mr. Body, who is like the lead singer of this punk rock band. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he comes and goes blinking. You'll miss him in this one. Yeah, pretty much. It, it was probably just a cameo for him. But anyway. Here's what I... um. Well, first of all, we started it with the kids. Oh, boy. Anytime you do an 80s movie that's PG, you do have to, parents know this, you have to, the, the rating system actually came out in 1984. That's when they came out with PG-13. Right. This was 85, but I bet it took a few years for the movie rating system to figure out what's PG versus what's PG-13. Sure. Because it had just enough things where if you're watching it with, in our case, you know, a Three-year-old, a seven-year-old. The three-year-old doesn't really know what's happening necessarily. But, sure. you know, a seven-year-old, a ten-year-old, uh, and a twelve-year-old. Um, there are some different expectations from an 80s PG. So so we started it with the kids, and then we all tapped out about 20 minutes in. The kids were bored. Lou and I were shooting each other looks like, oh, maybe, maybe this is a good one for yeah. us. To, uh, Steve, you do your assignment alone later, whatever. Right. Um, so, so we did that. But w- when I was watching the movie... And I told the kids at the beginning, too, I said, guys, is this a high-definition new movie or an old fuzzy movie? And they were like, old fuzzy. And I was like, okay, (laughs) you know, you want to set their expectations so they don't think the TV's broken. Right. Um, But one of the things that was uh, bugging me, and this is a little bit more like what movies used to be like, although you expect it more in when you watch real classic movies from the 40s and 50s. There was very, very little music in it. So there was a lot of just room tone, plates clinking, and dialogue. Good. And so for the energy, and I had just watched a story a couple days before about Hans Zimmer. And it was a 60-minute thing. We'll talk about a little bit later. But about the importance of music in movies. So important. And it had moments of music. And actually, at the end, was probably my favorite part of music when Tim Curry. Tim Curry, who is so good. The butler starts to run people around saying, maybe here's what happened. And then there's very campy music that came in. But the lack of music sort of sapped some energy out of it for me. Where I just thought, oh, I'm not. I really got to, like, try to stay Engage now. Once Good observation. You- By the way, we're talking about the movie Clue. Yes, and when we do these Monday morning movie reviews, um, we we will feel at liberty to spoil things because they came out decades ago. Correct. <laughs> now, so Lou, I will say, so Lou had no interest in watching the rest of it with me later, but she said to me this morning, um, "How how did it end? How was how was Clue?" And I said, "You know, it's interesting. There were sort of three different endings." 
And then, and I didn't know that little bit of trivia, Holly. I think that's really cool that they did that in theaters. Mm-hmm. Sort of reminds me, kind of, sort of like what Kaleidoscope was doing. Watch it in yeah. your own order. Yes. The fact that two exactly. people could go to, t- you and your friend could go to two different theaters in the same town. And get a different. Totally different ending. ending. Yeah. That's fun. Um, but, and then at the end, I was like, well, the third ending, the final ending that you see in the, the at-home viewing version of Clue is pretty much everybody did it. You know, right. somebody did something, they did right. something, and there's a funny closing line, and you find out who's really, you know, the narc or who's really a cop. Right. So, I would, if I had to rate it one out of ten, I think I would give Clue a five. But now I've watched it, Holly, so now I can I can reference it. Yes, now Yay. you can reference Madeline Kahn doing flames. Yes. That was flames funny. Flames on the side of my face. Yes. yes. You, you have the language now. Well, okay. And that's the thing. It's a very quotable movie. I mean, the dialogue is, there's a lot of one-liners. Sure. That if you aren't in the mood, you don't care if you catch them or not. But the, I mean... Tons of one-liners, like uh, Leslie Ann Warren's character, who was Miss Scarlet. You know, she had a couple of one-liners that I'm sure people quote uh, because she was a lady of the evening Mm -hmm. or something similar. Um, So it is quotable. I, the way they present this movie, Clue, is very much like a Broadway play. It's very play-like. Sure. I could picture this on the stage. Thank you. Donna, your critique, as always, leaves <laughs> the likes of Leonard Malton and Richard Thank Roper. Yeah. And, and Gene Shallot, who's still alive. Still alive. Can you believe? How old is he? 90, did we say 90, 90 something? something, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Buzz Aldrin's age. Can I make a, can I just make one more movie? Not even a suggestion, but a question, because I know we had our list and we went through some of the things that Steve saw, like. Tropic Thunder and Fight Club and Goodfellas and Breakfast Club and When Harry Met Sally. We were very yeah. pleased to know that you saw all those movies. Thank you. Did Have you ever seen Galaxy Quest? You know, Great I, movie. I have not. And what's interesting about this is you have referenced this many times. It's so good. <laughs> and I've never watched it. And it stars Tim Allen, right? Yeah. And that's a, you could watch that with the family. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think we just came across our next assignment. Yes! Really? Yeah. It's a good Have one. You've seen it, Holly. Yes, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's so funny, Steve. Your okay. kids will love it. Um, Galaxy Quest. Let me look at the cast yes. here. Okay. Oh, Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver's in it. Yep. Alan Rickman. Alan oh, Rickman. Yeah. Snake. Mm-hmm. Tony Shaloub. Yeah. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Justin Long. Rain Wilson. See? Unbelievable. What year is that? Late 99. 90s. Yeah. Okay. 1999. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. And then there's another movie. All right, we've got our assignment because I haven't seen All that right, in Galaxy a long time. Galaxy Quest is next. Okay. Um, what was the movie with Matthew? Oh, Broadway guy, Matthew. Broderick. Broderick. And uh, Godfather. Oh, The uh, Freshman. So funny. And Marlon Brando. Yes. Yes. I'm writing down the That's on HBO too. Max right now. It is? By the way. Also, yes. I want to say this. Not that we need to add this to the list, but another one. I, I forget when this came up last week, but I said, oh, I've never seen that. Maybe it was on the radio. The Green Mile, I've never seen. Oh, yeah. And I feel like you're supposed to see that at some point. It's three hours and nine minutes. <laughs> I, I didn't love it. You know, would be interesting to see how that movie has aged. Came out yeah. in the late 90s. Sure. So the effects were a little... 
think just the storytelling, too. Yeah. Is that a Stephen King book? Yes. Yeah. And you have uh, Tom Hanks, Michael Clark Duncan. God he was rest great. his yeah. soul. He did pass away. He did. You got that one right, Steve. I uh, mm-hmm. See, now we're clapping when people are, in fact, oh, dead. Sorry. I don't love this either. It's not either. that they're dead, just that you got it right. <laughs> yeah, but now you get to watch Galaxy Quest, Steve. Steve I'm excited about it's gonna that. It's going to become one of your favorite movies. Wow. And it stars Tim Allen, who we should note, is in the news today, uh, trending oh, yeah. on Twitter, because Pamela Anderson says in her upcoming book that, like, on the first day of Home Improvement, he was in a robe and went all uh, Charlie Rose on her and, like, f- opened his robe, flashed his stuff, and mm-hmm. said, well, now we're even, because he said he had seen her naked. Playboy. And so... She's saying that uh, Tim Allen, for what it's worth, is saying absolutely not true. I wouldn't do it. So anyway, I'm just telling you, you can make up your own. That's mind. fine. I don't believe him. All right. <clears throat> it just seems like something that maybe happened so quickly he doesn't even remember. And this is what it used to be like back in the day, right? Radio, <laughs> I bet people were naked all the time, probably, in radio. There was a lot of <laughs> inappropriate... Yeah, speaking of things not aging well, I I have a feeling 80s and 90s radio would not (laughs) do so well today. All right, Galaxy Quest. So anybody, watch along. And then the fun thing is if you watch it, then uh, on Mondays we'll come in and we'll do a review of it. It's kind of like our book club for lazy people. I love it. Yahoo-y. When we come back, if you see something, you should say something. Well, Raven Simone, ever heard of her? Mm -hmm. She's got some news for us, and it has to do with how to pronounce her name. That, when we come right back on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Maybe I'll watch Galaxy Quest tonight. You don't know me. Oh, I would be so thrilled if you did. I mean, I know the critics really liked it. This is our, um, what are well, we Steve's movie this? assignment. I don't know. We'll come Holly, up Holly sends Steve to movie school. Something. We have to have pop culture movie things. Well, on a pithy title okay mm-hmm. um but here's what i will say final thought about we watched clue over the weekend but don and i both neither of us liked it however there is a real and this goes back to your word of the year donna which was follow through uh-huh. with a dash which i've really failed at so far this year but anyway go ahead there is a real feeling that accompanies completion there is a real satisfying feeling oh that accompanies completion Virtually anything. You finish a book, you feel good. You finish all but 10 pages of a book, that same feeling is not there. You watch most of the movie, but you you bail out in the final five minutes. You don't get, there is a feeling that awaits you when you close the book, you get to the final page, or when the end credits hit, or when you vacuum every room in the house, or put every dish away. There is a satisfying feeling that makes itself available only when a task is fully completed. Making a bed, changing the sheets. Yes. Making it all pretty, putting your pillows. But if you half A it, that, right. that feeling is not You're there. Like, yes, like I didn't make the bed this morning. Right. I just left it a mess. And I kind of feel like a mess. Thank Should you. Should we do TED Talks? Absolutely. Okay, I guess not. Okay. <laughs> all right, never mind. Hey, if you see something, <laughs> say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Yeah. 
your mind. You've been saying the name Raven Simone wrong all these years. Say what now? It's Simonier. Okay. All right. She put out a new TikTok. She says it's really pronounced Simonier. In the caption, it just said, quote, those who know, know. Then she said, fit was cray that day. That means outfit. Mm-hmm. I just learned that today. Me too. What? I just learned that fit means like outfit. Oh. You knew this, Holly? Yeah. Holly, what if we just maybe did a segment where you tell us all the things that you know so that we can now know them. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just going to be a slow burn of us yeah. just kind of disappointing Holly one day after another. We'll start the podcast later. <laughs> Holly explains the world. Yeah. Fit was cray that day. All right, may I take issue with Raven Simonier? Simonier. Yes. You needed to correct us a while ago. Correct. And Mm -hmm. if you didn't feel like you had the gumption to do it when you were a child, you certainly had the gumption to do it when they introduced you on The View every day. Right. Where no opinion was held back. I mean, Simonier. I mean, that's exotic. I would have gone with that and corrected people immediately. I don't know. Simone's easier, though, right? Well, yeah. Who's her manager? Who's her agent? Oh, who knows oh, that she's like Raven Simonier? And then they hear her say, That's so Raven, starring Raven Simone. Wouldn't the manager that day be like, Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Because it's, it's too Simone hard for Ye. kids, you know? Maybe it was Disney fight. I don't know. What? You want to sue Disney now? I'll tell you, Donna. I know. I'm sorry You've I blew changed. up. Thank you. Who else did this to us recently? Um, Adele. 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 What does she say we're supposed to call her? Adele. 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 She did it. Then Lindsay Lohan. Oh. That's correct. The H is not hard in Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. Chrissy Teigen has done this in the past. Oh, she said that it was Tygen. actually Teigen. Sure. Um... Oh, goodness. Uh, to a lesser extent, we found out that Rihanna is actually Rihanna, Rihanna. Mm-hmm. but you feel wrong when you say Rihanna because it's fancier to say Rihanna. Life is hard. This is why people turn to crime. <laughs> <laughs> I saw another story about uh, oh, man. Fireball. You ever had Fireball? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Oh, I don't like that. So by extension, I know that that also means that you do not like the atomic red fireball candies. I do. What? I do. I just fireball that. That's like that's whiskey, right? Yes. Yeah. No, like that. But you can't even I've only tried it a couple of times. I tell you, you can't taste the whiskey in it. Now, that might be because there really wasn't much whiskey at all. There is a lawsuit. No. Um, going on about this. Many bottles of Fireball aren't actually whiskey. This leading to a lawsuit. Apparently, there are those um, little bottles of Fireball at like a gas station or a convenience store. And it turns out that you are not getting the same proof, same amount of alcohol, same percentage of alcohol in those bottles as you would if you were buying a big bottle of fireball whiskey well yeah because one's a big bottle and one's a little bottle no it's not that no 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 it's not what i mean you mean the percentage of alcohol alcohol. by volume fireball cinnamon whiskey 
is, you know, spicy hot and tastes like the fireball candy that we all had growing up. Fireball, fireball cinnamon, which is available at grocery stores, gas stations, and other places that aren't permitted to sell liquor. Fireball cinnamon is something else. Oh. So that drink debuted in 2020. It's actually a malt beverage flavor to taste like whiskey. Mm. It's sold in small bottles that usually go for 99 cents. And I believe the ABV of your actual Fireball whiskey is like 33%. Okay. And the uh, percentage of ABV for the Fireball cinnamon, the mini bottles, is 16%. So it's less potent. But what the lawsuit is essentially saying, you're tricking people into thinking that's the same thing. But it's not the same thing. Sure. So that now sounds fair. A lawsuit. What do you want me to do? What do you get? A, you get Bradshaw and Brian on it, Donna? You don't know. I don't know if they deal with liquor suits. <laughs> I don't know. I've never <laughs> met them. I like the language. Liquor suits. Yeah. That's funny. Um, how are we doing with our voting for our My Talk Awards? Does anybody know? Well, I know that I voted. The MyTalk Awards can be voted on MyTalk1071.com. It's right there, smack dab in the middle of the page. Vote now. And this is our award show where each of the shows that you listen to made nominations in a variety of different categories, like the uh, streaming show of the year. So, boom, I'm going to pick the dropout because that says Donna and Steve next to it. Asshat of the year. Lori and Julia, they nominated Kanye, Bradley and Don, Kim K, and Rip, the Ripley's Museum thing. We nominated Elon Musk. Jason and Alexis nominated James Corden. The Academy, made up of various brass here in-house, uh, voted for Adam Levine. So the, from that, you then get to vote, and then we will reveal who wins in each category. Yeah, then we have to argue for our nominee. Now, our problem, as was our problem last year, will be our problem again this year, which mm-hmm. is um, we don't we have don't... a lot of strong feelings about a ton of things. And sometimes, <laughs> and there could be a day when it's like, hey, we have to go argue these three categories, but maybe Donna only cared about two of them, and the third one is a name that I threw out, and she's never even heard the song. Right. That's the joy. It's like improv radio. It's like a, like an old speech and debate class. But worse people are listening correct all right holly at ease okay good day thank you all right when we come back mike is going to have a dirt alert for us and then we'll let you know um who performed at lisa marie presley's funeral yesterday at graceland all of that coming up next on my talk 1071